This is the John Oakley Show podcast. This is not the first time my life has been uh, held in suspension. And I'm going to continue to fight this uh, injustice. And thankfully, we have, we have an actual court system that has actual rules and laws. All right. That was Omar Khadr himself speaking uh, last week before any of this went before the courts, or at least before the decision came down, which was today from Justice June Ross in uh, Edmonton Court of Queen's Bench. And uh, he wanted relaxed um, rules governing his bail. And I guess his contention is Canada has apologized by way of uh, verbal apology and $10.5 million for its complicity in his being held uh, and questioned under certain circumstances in Guantanamo Bay. And uh, I've, I've kind of expressed my view on this, so I'll, I'll back off and I'll start it off with you, Michael Giles. Have they made the right decision in uh, saying, look, the rules seem to be working so far. We don't need to give you a passport, let you go to Saudi Arabia, talk to your sister unsupervised, or any of those things. Are we doing right, or are we uh, being unfair to poor Omar Khadr? We are being, I think, as a judicial system, incredibly charitable with this man. Um, you know, if you have an issue with the fact that it's taking so long for the United States to adjudicate your appeal hearing, drop the appeal and accept responsibility for, for what went on there. You know, $10.5 million, you know, all these, these restrictions that were placed on you. You know, I, I'm sure the gentleman, the, the Marine who died in, the, in, in Afghanistan, uh, supposedly as a result of your actions, would be more than happy to accept these kinds of conditions on his life right now. I just, I just can't imagine that somebody can be this presumptuous. You know, Canadians sort of were uh, completely, you know, gobsmacked with this. And, uh, you know, $10.5 million, I just, I was one of the ones that said at the time, you know, even if we were going to lose, we should have went right to the end with this. Um, yeah, we made the right decision. The judge made the right decision. Uh, he doesn't have these rights. Um, he forfeited some of these as a result of pleading guilty. I know he's appealing it in the United States right now. As I say, if he's concerned about how long it's taking to appeal the, the, the ruling against him, then drop it and then uh, let's revisit it again because then you may not have bail conditions. Are you of the same mind or a different one, Sherry? Well, let's, to, to draw the lens back a bit, this was a 15-year-old who was tortured, um, you know, subject to extradition, um, not through the country from which he came. Uh, you know, he was done a grave injustice. There's no question. Now, is this judge right on this? Here's the thing. Um, going to Mecca and doing the Hajj is a requirement of his faith. This is not uh, anything, you know, over and above, I think, what we would extend to Jews or Christians or anybody else, that they be able to exercise their faith. Even prisoners are allowed to do that. Uh, I think that that should be allowed. I mean, in, in fact, uh, it's, it's bizarre that it's not uh, in this instance. Uh, again, um, this is a requirement of his faith. So for the rest, um, you know... What the judge says, fine. But I think this, again, is—we uh, forget, you know, that he was a child. Well, he with respect, child. Sherry, you mm -hmm. know, I, I'm, I told you I wouldn't be argumentative, and you know that I respect the fact that, while we may not agree, you have an opinion to which you're entitled. But I suspect also that there are a lot of people out there driving in cars saying, boo-hoo-hoo, cry me a freaking river. 
I'm sure there are, but I'm sure that there are also a lot that I would call back to their faith. And I'd say that this is the season, whether it's Hanukkah or the Festival of Lights, where we are called to be charitable. And we're called to be charitable, particularly for children. Um, And again, this was a child at the time um, of the, you know, the crime. Uh, This was a child. And all he's really asking is to be able to practice the, the tenets of his faith. So I would suspect that for any Muslim listeners out there, that they would understand that. And I think for Jews and Christians and any, any other faith out there, understand that it's everybody's right, whether in prison, incarcerated, whatever you've done, to be able to actually worship, um, and particularly at this time of year. Well, there are two distinct views. John, break it up. Well, I'm going to side with Michael on this surprise, Peter, um, uh, on this issue. But it's, I think that, quite frankly, you know, I agree with uh, um, Omar Khadr on one thing, and that's what he said earlier about the courts in Canada being fair and reasonable, um, you know, notwithstanding the fact that it might have gone against him, and he would have said that before it went against him. But I'm telling you, I think the courts are fair and reasonable, and they have a job to do, and it's not based on inequality. It's based on equality. They look at everybody from a, from a lens of, of you know, being uh, facts and evidence, and, and if the judge uh, believe that uh, they uh, that Omar Khadr uh, has been uh, residing in, in reasonable conditions and and whatnot, and uh, for him to say that he needs a more relaxed bail, um, and the courts basically said no. You know what? I think you're fine the way you are, and we're not going to do anything else to change it. Uh, I think many Canadians will be looking at that, saying, uh, you know what? Good, good on the judge for for saying that and for doing that and and for coming to that conclusion. So I would say. Um, you know, he uh, he's going to have to wait. Michael's absolutely right about the U.S. and and if he wants to drop it, and but it's not up to us. It's up to the U.S. to be able to uh, to, to adjudicate him. Uh, we're just holding him on bail as a result of that, and until that comes up. Okay, five forty-one. We'll take another break, and when we come back, want to talk a little bit about uh, the rollout of cannabis sales and how it's going in the province of Ontario, and uh, seen through the lens or through the eye of uh, one Smokey Thomas the president of OPSU, who I had on with me about uh, half an hour ago. He's not liking it at all, but that's not a surprise. So we'll listen to a bit of him, get some reactions from you, and move on to talk also a little bit about the uh, Oshawa plant and whether or not Jerry Dias uh, looks likely to have any success in his efforts to save things. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.